Hey, you're listening to the C3 Network Podcast with Dan Holland. Our mission is to create a network of micro churches that are finding, teaching, and equipping people to be on mission. Our hope is that this encourages you. Be sure to leave us a review so you can help us share our message with more people who need to hear it. And now, Dan Holland. Hello and welcome. My name is Dan Holland, and I'm your guide through John. And today, we're in chapter 7. In fact, we're going to tackle the entire chapter. Now, before we begin, I'd like to remind you that we can provide you with everything you need to start a microchurch in your home with like-minded individuals who share your mission. If you're interested in hosting a small group in your home and require assistance, please do not hesitate to contact me at danhollandc3 at gmail.com. Now, in this part of the story, Jesus walked confidently through the busy streets of Galilee, avoiding Judea, where the Jewish authorities were trying to kill him. The upcoming Feast of Booths was a highly anticipated celebration among the Jews, attracting visitors from all over to come to Jerusalem for a time of community gathering and spiritual nourishment. Now, despite the excitement around him, Jesus remained steadfast and determined in his actions. He was focused on his mission. As the feast drew near, Jesus' actual physical brothers, who had not yet believed in him, really encouraged him to make a bold move and reveal himself to the world. Their words were full of doubt and a desire for fame and fortune, I think. However, Jesus responded with wisdom beyond human comprehension, guided by divine timing. He knew that it was not yet the right time to reveal himself. He knew that the world held animosity towards him because he spoke out against its evil deeds. Now, despite the doubts and confusion from those closest to him, Jesus decided to travel to the feast. However, he opted for a low-key entrance, slipping into the city with very little fanfare. The people had mixed opinions about him, of course. Some acknowledged his virtues and were impressed with his teachings, while others accused him of misleading the people. Due to fear of the authorities, open discussions were silenced. But many had still unanswered questions in their hearts. Now, in the middle of the feast, Jesus, as he entered the temple, many were captivated by his teachings. They were amazed by his wisdom, especially given that he didn't have a formal education. Jesus revealed that his teachings came from the one who sent him and spoke about seeking his glory and truths beyond human authority. He even challenged the crowd's adherence to the law and exposed their intent to harm him. That was a strong point in this chapter. The leaders attempted to stop people from believing in Jesus by sending officers to arrest him. However, the officers came back without Jesus, and they were amazed by the powerful words he spoke. Now, as tensions escalated, Nicodemus, a member of the ruling council and the one who had previously sought Jesus in secret, stepped forward with a plea for fairness and justice. In their arrogance, the Pharisees dismissed his words, questioning his Galilean heritage and dismissing the possibility of a prophet arising from that region. During a time of confusion and discussion, Jesus went to the temple on the final day of the festival. He spoke with powerful voice that touched the hearts of those listening, saying this, If anyone is thirsty... Come to me and drink. 
He promised to provide a spiritual fulfillment that surpassed any earthly desires with living water. He offered a journey of transformation through belief and receiving the Holy Spirit to those who were willing to embrace him. This passage really challenges us to think about who Jesus really is. Based on that, to navigate social norms and find truth even among differing perspectives. Now let's explore this passage together and to get the conversation started, just read the entire chapter of John chapter seven out loud and then listen carefully to the following statement. Those who truly seek God will always recognize Jesus as the promised Messiah. Do you answer yes? Anyone who genuinely seeks God will always recognize Jesus as the promised Messiah. Or maybe, or maybe no, recognizing Jesus as the promised Messiah depends on various factors such as cultural, religious, or personal beliefs. Or maybe you're thinking, I'm unsure. As the process of recognizing Jesus as the Messiah can differ from person to person based on their individual journey of faith. Again, here's the question. Those who truly seek God will always recognize Jesus as the promised Messiah. Let the conversation begin. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, we post a new episode each week. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so you can help share our message. We'll see you next time.